with Kim Gravel. All right. Here we are every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel. And today is a really great show. Don't you think, Zach? I think it's one of one of our best. I do. I'm really excited about this show today. What's the subject? The subject is dating and the subject is also relationships. And I think that that's really important. I think it's going to mean a lot to people to hear what, what our guest has to say. What do you think, Kim? Okay. That was just a very like Zach answer. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm looking for some more spice, some more flavor to the answer, Zach. I mean, today's episode is about love. Okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking more Barry White. Okay, all right. Give me a Barry White then. Uh, what was that song he had? Hold on, Zach. I told you to look this up. I, you said you what, were going to look this up, Ken. Up. That's what you're uh-huh. supposed to do. You Barry, y- do you even know who Barry White is? I do know who Barry White is. Of course I know who Barry White is. Okay, what was one of his popular songs? I mean, I don't know any de- like salient details. That's okay, where- can't get enough of your love. My first, my last, my everything. You can't, y'all don't, you don't remember that? Kim, let me ask you a question. Okay. How did you meet Travis? Do you really want to answer? Let me ask you first. How uh-huh. did you meet your wife? How long have y'all been married? Uh, I've been married for like seven years. Okay. So it's new. Yeah. It's fresh. Yeah. And how did you meet her? We met freshman year of college. So it was like two or three months in and we met and we started dating and we've been together pretty much ever since. Did you date a lot? Were you a womanizer? Zach? No, I, that, that's the weird thing. Like, I never really had the opportunity. Like, you know, because in what high school... What do you mean like, you didn't have really the opportunity? Da- well, because in high school, you're not really dating, right? You're dating in high school. I had so many boyfriends in high school. Yeah, but is that dating the way that it's like, you know... what? Well, my parents were high school sweethearts. All right. Yeah, I mean, look, I had girlfriends in high school. Okay, okay. But they weren't, like, that wasn't a real, like, relationship. Travis and I met when I was... We were 30. Well, 20, 28 and a half, almost 29. And he okay. chased me like a dog in heat for a solid year. <laughs> Bless his heart. I wasn't mean to him, but I was like, yeah, never going to happen, dude. Never going to happen. You know, and a year later, we were married. Isn't that how it goes, though? That is how it goes. Don't you think, though, the man chasing is always a good sign? Because I just think men always should marry and date up. And you you date, you date, married way up. I married way you up. Did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, my, say that? my wife is great. <laughs> yeah, you can totally say no, don't that. You, I, I mean, be- I, you know. I mean, look, I think that one man's trash is another man's oh, treasure. It doesn't matter. Oh, my gosh. What does that got to do with marrying up? Just another Okay, we're getting way, we're getting a little edgy. We're we're way off. You are on shaky ground, my love. You're on shaky ground. All right, all right. No, but I want to say this because there's some game in the dating world especially now like with dating apps did you so you never did dating apps there was not dating apps when i was coming up no there's no i there were no dating apps when i was there was no swipe left swipe right none of that there was the facebook that was about it oh that wasn't even facebook there was just a book you could look up the word dating and you could (laughs) (laughs) but it's become a big huge thing on how to date how to you know do profiles online um what do you say what's too much information you know because a lot of that online dating stuff can get a little scary because you really don't know who you're meeting, what you're meeting. I mean, so many people's catfished. So you have to be careful. And you almost have to have like a coach of some sort, don't you think? Like there's so many people that are, you know, giving advice and coaching, you know, people on how to date. 
I see where you're going with this, Kim. Let's get let's get our guest in here. Let's get her in because Michelle G is our guest today on LOL with Kim Gravel. And we're talking about love. We're talking about relationships. But let me tell you why she is the one you need to listen to this entire podcast. Okay, so Michelle was in the Marine Corps, Zach. She was an intel analyst and recon. So basically, she was a spy. Okay? That's so cool. She was the first woman to ever be selected to be a counterintelligence officer. That is huge. She led one of the first female engagement teams in Iraq. Front lines, baby. She learned how to read people. Now, this is where it gets good. (laughs) I love this. Anybody that can read people, watch out. That means they're a smarty. She learned how to communicate with people with their human behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like why people do what they do. Um, She worked Mm -hmm. at the FBI and she was recruited to work for the CIA. But she made a shift when her and her husband got divorced and she pivoted. And now she's a TV personality. We call her the celebrity matchmaker. She's also a best-selling author, Zach. She's got a book out called SOS Relationships and the star of Fix My Love Life with her modern dating advice. And we've got her on today. She's going to give love advice like you've never heard, Zach. Welcome, Michelle G. What's up, girl? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. You guys had me roll <laughs> over here. Poor Zach. Poor Zach. He never got Poor to Zach. No, it's, you know, because you, you wish, I wish, kind of I wish, Michelle, I was back in the day, they had all those modern ways to to date, which I think I would have had a killer profile because I love Photoshop and Facetune. So, girl would have been looking for lie on all of those. <laughs> podcasts. Well, I know with all those pictures and stuff, these guys would be like, "Ooh, she's so hot," you know. And then hopefully, you know, when they see me, they just follow my personality. But um, you've got to tell us about your life because Michelle, what was it like being a spy? Well, thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure uh, to be with you and Zach. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've lived many lives. I honestly say, (laughs) I say like I'm 39, but I actually feel like I've lived decades and decades past my age and age is just a number just for the record, but being a spy, you know, the fancy term is Intel analyst. It was exhilarating. It was fun. I never knew my day changed so much from day to day. And I never really knew what was going to happen in the next day. And especially if I was on a project or a mission, it's that rush, right? But I will tell you something that now being, having left the service and being a civilian, you kind of miss that. And and it sometimes gets hard to be able to function Mm. in the world because you're like, I got to create some energy and some (laughs) exhilaration for me in my own life. You know, what am I going to do today? But thankfully in my job, in my business, I create that with people. I get to bring people together, introduce people, help them with challenges that they're struggling with. And for me, that has become that new exhilaration because I think the the most gratifying piece compared to the old job that I did, the most gratifying piece here is I get to hear people say thank you or Mm -hmm. you changed my life or that's exactly what the doctor ordered today. And you just, you, you know, you gave that to me. And that feels so fulfilling and satisfying where in my other job, sometimes I will never hear like, oh, you were a part of that. Or I can never talk about it. Yeah, right. You never but share it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Never. I love that career. I love who it helped me become the woman that I am today. And I am very grateful to have served an amazing nation that I'm able to stand here today and talk about and use those skills to be able to help people transform and attract the love that they're looking for. 
how did you get from spy, intel, CIA to matchmaker? Honestly, the whole reason I joined the Marine Corps was because I wanted to become the first woman president. That was my entire goal. That was it. And um, so I was like, look, I'm going to serve the Marine Corps and then I'm going to run for office and all these things. And guess what what happened to me? I met a boy. Sure. And I fell in love. And then my plans derailed to the complete opposite of what I was going to do. Sounds familiar. Uh, you know, and, and I don't, I don't regret it. I learned a lot about myself in that marriage, but that in that process of being married and learning about that, I also learned that the skills that I had in that worked really well for me in terms of negotiating and in mm. terms of analyzing intelligence and bringing people together in that world or circle didn't apply to my marriage. So it was interesting for me to be able to tell all these powerful men with a lot of rank on their shoulders, hey, we need to do this and this is how it needs to get done. And they're all listening to me and it, it was great. I was able to leverage that influence, but then I would go home and my ex-husband would have the socks like all over the place. And I'm like, why can't you just pick up the socks off the floor? Like, I don't understand how that trans that can't, I don't have that same influence here. And there came a moment where as you grow in any relationship, we ended up realizing that we were not the best fit for each Mm. other. So we decided to part ways. And I decided that I had a great run with the Marine Corps. I loved it, but I was tired of deploying the traveling. I lost a lot of friends. My marriage was like, I was like, okay, like now I don't have my own person. So I felt like I needed to go inward and go on my own self-exploration journey. And that journey actually led me to become a couples coach first, working with couples, go and get certified and help people in their, in their marriages. Because when I went through my divorce, man, does divorce bring the ugly in people? Like, it's insane. It's like a death. Exactly. Absolutely. You have to grieve it that way. And the whole process is you have two people who, who are hurt, who the only thing they want to do is hurt one another because they're so angry that this ended. And I remember the process of going through marriage counseling retreats, pastors, everything. And for me, it didn't help our marriage. But I also remember that well, I was like, you know what? I want to take the skills that I have and help people because this is the one the most important decision and person that we have in our life is the person that we marry, that we sleep with, that that is a part of our everyday, our wins, our highs, our lows. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to transform the way relationships are. And I did that for some time. I love what you said when you said you've learned in your job to leverage your influence. And let me speak on that for a second. Because I think that as women, especially, that is a phrase we should never forget that we have the power of influence. I mean, yeah. my mother and grandmother used to, they were just old country people, just good old Southern country people. I wanted to be the president of the United States too. But, you know, Zach told me the <laughs> other day, said, well, thank God that never happened. But you know what I'm saying? Thank God we're just doing LOL. <laughs> but seriously, I, I used to feel that way too. And I remember growing up, my mother and grandmother would always say to me, if God, Almighty told Adam not to eat that apple, but Eve could get him to do it. That is some influence. My grandmother used to say that to me all the time. But if you think about it, like women have such a power of influence. And when you said that, coupled with your science of how to read people, how to use those negotiating tactics, how to get that intel, tell me some exciting ways that you've leveraged your influence 
and all that science to make people's relationships better or work or even find their match. One thing that you have to know about human behavior is that there are three things us, every human, no matter where you are, how you were raised, these are the three things that are really important. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let, let me get my pencil. Understood. Hold on. Let me get my pencil. <laughs> okay, what now? <laughs> Number one, we want to be understood. Yeah. Number two, we want to be heard. Hey. And number three, we want to feel accepted. And whether a person comes to me to meet the love of their life or a person comes to me to say, listen, I'm having struggles in my relationship or I keep attracting the same kind of same kind of partner. I always go back to that. It's like those three things you want to be understood, understood. You want to be accepted and you definitely want to be heard. So let's dig deeper and see your ability to be able to give that in a relationship, because a lot of times we want things in a partner and in a marriage and in a relationship, or we want that in, in someone that we're looking for, but we're not quite there yet. But you know what, Michelle, I totally agree with you, but what about someone listening right now? Because I, I'm looking at you on camera. You're gorgeous. You're fabulous. You're brilliant. Thank you. I mean, my word, your resume alone, of course, it's easy for you to get a date, right? That's what everybody's saying, you know, listening to you talk. But like, how do people go about finding someone in today's world? I mean, with online dating and all that, like, mm -hmm. how do we navigate that? Great question. Um, I'm happily remarried, by the way. So I'm not available. Um, <laughs> just for the record. Zach, you need to put a full disclaimer. <laughs> We're going to have our lawyers write something She ain't up. looking for nobody. I love it. <laughs> uh, so how to navigate today's dating world. I'd have to say that it's really important that we also understand how technology is so integrated in our lives and how it's influenced our own behavior. You got to have clarity in the person that you're looking for. Wow. If I want to oh, 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 care. Wait, wait a minute. I've got yeah. a question because this is so interesting. So yeah. you need to, not just clarity about who you are, but what you're looking for. Absolutely. That's big. I mean, listen, if I know I want a pair of black pumps, there are so many places I can go get a pair of black pumps. Mm -hmm. But if I know that this brand specifically, like I love Salvatore Ferragamo, I know that his shoes are comfortable. They fit great. I can run in them because I don't buy a pair of heels unless I can run in them. That is a rule in my book, right? <laughs> I think that it's is FBI worthy right there. <laughs> That's some intel people. Yeah. Then I'm not going to go to Walmart or Target to find a pair of black pumps because I know Salvatore Ferragamo isn't selling it there. I'm going to go to Nordstrom's. Wow. I'm going to go to Nordstrom's Rack, right? The same thing with the people that we want in our life. If you're looking for a quality, high value man or high value woman, you gotta go to the places where they hang out, but you gotta be clear on what you're looking for in a partner. What you need, Kim, in a partner is very different from what I need in a partner. And that's okay, that's what makes us unique. But knowing that, man, that is half the battle. I know this sounds weird, but how do you know what you want and what you're looking for? Science tells us and research and studies tells us that in order for a relationship to last the long term, we have to be clear on our key life values and know what we're looking for in our partner's key life values. There are seven. OK, they have to do with finance, emotional intelligence, Amen. religion, okay. children, Family, outside family, meaning like your crazy extended family. I'm speaking of <laughs> my own, me. Michelle. I'm not judging anybody. <laughs> Everybody has an Alice. Yes. That's my sister. Yeah. It was crazy. 
you have those items and specifically, what do you both want to create together and your individual goals? What happens a lot in relationships and if you're with a group of girlfriends, all of a sudden one girlfriend's like missing. Oh yeah, she's booed up. What, what, yeah, what, what happens? I need to know because like I have these teenage kids and they're always saying these little slang phrases. So that sounds like a new one. I need to know what is booed up. Boot up means when you have a, out of your circle of friends, okay. someone is in a relationship or situationship Ooh. and they just disappear. Girl, that's another one. Slow down, slow down. You know, I'm almost 50. I got to figure all this out. Situationship. What's a situationship? Girl, situationships is when you're, you don't really know what you are. You're just kind of going with the flow of it. Now, if you've discussed it as adults, like, hey, this is nothing like we're not serious. We're just kind of hanging out. Okay. And then you start catching feelings. Um, then you can turn into a situation. Oh, my God. And catch it. OK, Zach, just real quick, because I know he doesn't know all these slang because, you know, I'm cool. I you I do not do know boot up. No, you do no. not know situationship. And what was the last one you just said that was so? In- I said catching feelings. She's, you do not know what catching feelings is. I can tell you that, Zach. Look, I catch a lot of stuff though, mostly <laughs> from my kids. <laughs> okay, how do you do that in online dating? Because I read some study where it says like online dating and online apps is where most people are meeting their mates. Yes. One in, I believe the last uh, study that I read was one in four relationships are starting online. Wow. When once you get clear on your key life values, then it's about being able to approach yourself as a single person, as a personal brand. Here's what's really interesting about online dating. We have become our own personal brands, people. Love this. I can't tell you how many online dating profiles sometimes because we do manage online dating profiles for clients. Oh, Lord. How we look at them and I'm like, why would a person post a picture of themselves with an inflatable doll and give let it to that me. be their Oh, no, picture? no, you have to tell us some. Michelle, give us some of the show. This is where we're spilling the sweet tea a little bit. I want you to give me some of your most outrageous, ridiculous online dating profiles that you have worked with. Spill the sweet tea. Mm. <laughs> My fellas, guys. Posting a picture of you taking a selfie in a mirror with the toilet in the background, not attractive. Okay, (laughs) that's one. Number two, the selfie and in the back, it's your bedroom with the laundry hamper. (laughs) Not sexy. My ladies love to wear sunglasses. I don't know if you think that makes you mysterious or what, but no, eyes are the windows to the soul. If a person can't see your eyes on a picture on an online picture profile, more than likely they won't feel that sense of trust. That's what we're doing in online dating. You're creating a mini sense of trust from the beginning. I'm dealing with a young girl right now that I mentor and I love her so much, you know, and she's posting in her profile. She says, I love Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season, you know, all of that. And then you go on her TikTok Mm -hmm. and she's doing the WAP dance and she's dropping it like it's hot. Is that attractive right. to men? That message sends, I'm ready for a good time. I'm your, I'm your fun girl. Okay. I'm your homie girl. I'm not wifey material. What does a wifey picture look like on your social media? A wifey picture is think classic, think chic, think mm. I'm, do, I'm showing, showcasing parts of my life. Remember with online dating, something that we're looking for subconsciously is like, do you have room for me in your life? Can I see myself in your life? Yes. And 
if you post a picture of you with a thong and you know you're just out having a good time with a ginormous drink all that screams this oh i'm a party person you could party with me party with me all night long that'd be great but i may not be looking for something serious when you write a profile my tip to everyone is two-thirds are about you your goals and how you want to have a first date please include how you want to have a that's first date that's right. always fun always fun the last one third has to be about the person you're looking for. Ah. That way that person can self-qualify. That is brilliant. And brink. We're paying the bills. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. I have a I'm scared. Zach attack. <laughs> All right. All right. So check it out. Preparing for this interview, I looked at hundreds of online dating profiles. Oh, okay. And I got the idea. I thought it would be fun since we have Michelle here, who is an expert. Uh-huh. Before you catch feelings for anyone, right? You got it. Did I use it right? Did I do I'm it? I'm so proud of you, Zach. All right. Thank you. You got it. You got it. All right. All right. I feel very affirmed. Um, before you catch feelings, um, you got to make sure you find the right person, okay. right? Yep. So I'm going to read you some snippets from some online dating profiles, and you have to tell me if it's a real online dating profile or a pet adoption profile. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm friendly, perhaps a little quiet, but happy. Looking for someone to spend time with, both in town and at home. My gut tells me a pet. I know, but the in town, it's kind of a, if it is an online dating, don't you think it's boring, Michelle? That's boring. I actually, I would say they need a read, right? Happy to give them some words to spice that up. <laughs> I'm going, Michelle. She's the expert. It's a pet. It's actually... A person. I love you. Oh my gosh. That's mm. it's 35-year-old Nick. Nick, give me a call. I can help <laughs> you spruce that up. I promise. All right, here's the next one. Ready? I've been accused of being a stage five clinger, but I prefer enthusiastic sidekick. I'm a true homebody who prefers cuddling and Netflix on the couch over nights out on the town. I hope to God that's a pit. You ever going pet? 
All right. Oh, thank God. Woo. One point. That's Lucky the Dog. Stage five clinger. If someone had wrote that in their profile, Michelle, what would you say? I would politely message them and say, please take down your profile because you're going to attract someone who is not very healthy or potentially a scam artist. Mm, that's a catfish <laughs> waiting to happen. Some of these dogs might be catfishing me, right? I mean, it could actually they probably are, Zach. <laughs> Zach, did you go online and look for and, and hit people up on their profiles for this? I mean, look, my Google search history is problematic yeah. for a married man. You do that's know Michelle was in the FBI, so be very careful what you're Googling. <laughs> My name is Henry. I love adventure. I like to spend my time in the car, on hikes, or at the river. I'm a nature enthusiast, and I'd love to meet an active and outdoorsy person. That sounds like a person with the exception of one little phrase that you said, and that is something about, I like being in a car. Uh, Spend my time on car rides. Spend my time on car. You know, that's the one that moves me over to a pet. But it's got but, a good profile, though, right? Do you think it's a it good? It is. Why does it everybody is. always want to go outdoors? God, are there no people that just want to stay in? Lord, and air conditioning? God. I'm going to go with person on this one. I'm going to go with what Michelle goes with. I'm not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, All right, here's the, last, here's the last one. Then I have a few others that I just want to share with you. The, the, <laughs> this one's named Alex. Pro. Not afraid of spiders. Con. Afraid of moths. Pro, really cuddly. Con, lacks personal space when asleep. Ugh. Mm. I like the pro-con thing, though. I do like the pro-con thing. I would add a phrase that says, here's a little bit more about me if it was a person. Just a little bit more about me to keep it fun. I go with pet on this one. I go with pet. I love you. Person. person. Come on. Person. Alex. 24-year-old Alex. 24. Oh, 24. And, and, and I will say, there were a couple other pros and cons. Let me read the other pros and cons, because these ones give it away, so I didn't read all of them. Pro, can cook, con, will try to get you to do the dishes. That's cute. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Yes. What is it about dudes and they always try to be clever with all this stuff? Is clever cute? Clever is only cute if you really know how to be clever. <laughs> A lot of times, actually, humor in terms of dating and approaching uh, men or women, if you're not really funny and not because you think you're funny, like other people (laughs) have, you know, said or you're the life of the party, please avoid trying to pick up someone with humor. It actually bombs a lot of the times. So this is this is one I found. So I just found a bunch of other funny ones. So I just want to share a few of the funny ones I found. Uh, This is Jessica, who's 22, and she... (laughs) She's a good profile. Just says threesome. No, thanks. If I wanted to disappoint two people in the same room, I'd have dinner with my parents. Blessed Jesus. Nathan, 21. Married. Couple of kids looking for some side action. Just kidding. Single. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for someone to bring to family events so they'll stop thinking something's wrong with me. (laughs) I think that's totally legit. But, but hold on a second, because I'm going to just I'm going to share the image and, and we could share this. We'll share this in our newsletter. So Uh-oh. if you go to lolkim.com uh, and sign up for our newsletter, you can check it out. Look at the picture. Well, let me see. OK, <laughs> that's the profile <laughs> pic. See? Wow. That's the You're profile right, pic. girl. Look at that. Y'all got to go in the background. Why is it the toilet? You're so right. 
you are burying the lead. This person is dressed as a taco wearing a duck head and a sombrero. And yeah. then I think they have Yoda in their background. They do have Yoda like or some kind. Yeah. And it's a toilet, like you called it, Michelle. Yeah. So this profile needs you. Nathan, it does. hit us up. Well, we have someone that wants your advice. She is single again, and she's got some questions for you live right here on LOL. All right, let me get her on the phone. Kim, meet Michelle G, a leading celebrity and um, just world-renowned matchmaker. Meet Michelle. Hi, Kim. Hello, Michelle. Lovely to meet you. You too. Gotta help me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. I'm here to help. Share with me a little bit about you. Can you share with me your age, where you're located, uh, and some hobbies? Okay. I'm 52. I live in Houston, Texas. Big city. That's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like to take little road trips. I like to shop. I like to cook. I have a daughter that I like to do things with when she's home. How long have you been single now? 15 years I have been single. It has just been me, myself, and I. I have not been on a date in 15 years. And I imagine that the thought of you dating and going out on a date, might, even though I know you want to, might be a little bit scary. It is, yep. Because, you know, dating in your 20s, is not the same as dating in your 50s. Share with me a little bit. What is it that you're looking for in a partner? And when you think of the ideal relationship that you're looking for, describe that to me. Um, uh, I know. <laughs> That's a hard one. I agree with Kim on that. That would, that would be hard for me. I mean, of course, I want a guy with a job, makes good money, maybe even close mm-hmm. to retirement. You know, I don't want them one foot in the ground, but, you know, <laughs> but I don't want him too young either because my, my ex-husband was eight years younger than me and he wasn't oh, wow. immature, but, but he was, he was, <laughs> he still needed growing up to do. And our relationship went very quickly. I mean, we moved in together and three months later I was pregnant. Ah, yeah, it, okay. it, it, moved, oh. Oh, it moved fast. He drove it or did you drive it? Or was it kind of both of you? Yeah, it was kind of both of us, honestly. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say is that you haven't had a date in 15 years. I don't know all the details, but I'm going to make a couple assumptions and allow me to, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm assuming that you probably were taking care of your daughter. That was probably a priority why you maybe were not focused on dating. So there you were focused on your parents. Then you moved into a relationship where you're giving output to this partner, this partner, you and this partner break things off. You then are also focusing on your daughter and nowhere in that am I hearing, I have done this for myself. I've taken this time to learn these new hobbies. I have taken this time to go out and explore this on my own. Right. What I did hear you say is I'm not really sure if that's what I want, you know, so I hear some hesitation and I'm going to just say it really plainly. A woman can't be half pregnant, right? Either you're pregnant or you're not pregnant. Either you want a relationship or you don't want a relationship. Now, just because you want a relationship doesn't mean that you're not going to have fears and that, but we, but you have to know what those fears are. And you also have to recognize when those P when those fears 
could be driving how you're looking at people and how you're interacting with people. What I recommend is try out new things to reconnect with yourself because right now your identity has been mom, wife, caretaker. And I wonder who is Kim? And Mm -hmm. that plays a lot also into how you're going to meet a guy. Trying new and different things, especially at your age, taking dance classes, attempt uh, cooking classes. If you love cooking, it's a great way to meet other single men. Your local community club, if there is a community club, you can do, you know, you can join there and, and meet other people. I think what's important in order for you to get comfortable in dating is to start expanding your social, your social activities and your social network. You know, because my daughter, of course, she's in college. She's way far at college. And I know she's blossoming in her own, you know, and she's not always going to be at home Mm. either. So where is that going to leave me? The first homework assignment I have for you is carve out me time, whether it's daily an hour, whether it's one day a week, it's all about you. You need to carve out some me time. Number two, go and get a makeover. Makeovers make us feel great. I know Kim has uh, some of her beautiful lines. She's got some. Oh, honey, I've already hooked Kim up. I've already hooked. Yes, I've already hooked Kim up. Number three, in terms of online dating, I'm going to recommend to put up an online profile on Christian Mingle. If faith is very important for you, then let that be the leading place that you go and find other singles who also share your faith and who also have the same values and principles or share similar values and principles as you. Remember, you need six six to eight pictures. Three should be full body. The other three should be, one should be really close up, uh, probably from your bosom up, like a really nice close up looking to the side or potentially just looking at the camera and smiling. Then you want- Put your full support bra on. I will. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And your three quarters, and then you need two images with three quarters. And your profile write-up, make sure that it's two thirds about you and one third about- your person that you're looking for. And also describe your ideal date. I always say this, and this is my bonus tip to everyone, end with a question. Help a brother out. Ah. Help him. (laughs) Help him. (laughs) Give him something to approach you with. Answer a question. Give him a question. Okay, Kim, that's your assignment. I can't wait to have Kim back on telling us how her Christian mingle profile is. Kim, I love you so much. I'm going to do it. Thank you for coming. And girl, get out there and have some fun. I'm going to do it. I wish you the best, Kim. I trust both of you. I love you. And I'm going to put myself first, like you said. I'm going to keep listening to your podcast. I'm, I'm ready. Ooh, okay, girl. <laughs> I might be singing or performing a wedding here before we know. Yeah, the show. yeah. You might. <laughs> we don't want to go too fast. <laughs> She's already saying pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Yeah. All right, Kim. I'll talk to you, girl. We okay, love you. thank you. Thank you, Michelle. All right. You're welcome. Take care. And break. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, t- tell me. Tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is good as she thinks. 
ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. ZocDoc will show you top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim. ZocDoc.com slash Kim. And take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have some rapid fire questions for you. So do you know what rapid fire questions are? Uh, yes, I do. No. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I, say, I heard hesitation, Kim. I heard hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Oh, God. Don't even think about it. <laughs> As a spy, what's the best way to read somebody? Non-verbally. Their hands. What? Are they showing you their wrist? Or are they not showing you what their wrist? What does that mean? Because I talk like this. If you show your wrist when you're talking, it uh-huh. means that you it's a trustworthy person that they don't <gasps> have anything to hide. Oh my gosh. You hear that, Zach? I am so trustworthy. I, I got my hands crossed right now. You shouldn't trust me. If someone puts their hands behind themselves or crosses their hands in front of their body, their body language, they have closed body language. And if they don't show you their hands... Probably possibly hiding something from you. Ooh, okay. Or not speaking the whole truth. What is the best and worst part about online dating? Worst part of online dating is you don't really know you got to take a person for face value, which is why I recommend no more than three days on the messaging app and then get on a phone call mm. or get on a virtual date. The best part of online dating, it allows you to meet people that you possibly would have never, never crossed met. paths with. True. It's all about networking and connecting. That's right. What's your number one tip for someone who's just starting online dating? Ooh, that's a good one. First tip for someone who is starting online dating is have someone look at your profile and give you some <laughs> honest feedback. Hire Possibly someone from the opposite sex. Yes. Hire Michelle. That's my, that's my advice. Yes. <laughs> okay. This is a fun one. How many dates should you go on before you get naked? Oh my gosh. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> That was Zach's question. That was actually Zach's question. And don't you lie, Zach. Don't you lie. You know that was your question. Real talk. 
I'm just going to leave that right there. Until that person, you know, you are dating them exclusive and they have the same relationship goals as you. All right. Yep. Y'all heard it first from Michelle G. I agree a hundred percent. I will say the name of a dating site and you tell me the first word that comes to mind. Okay. eHarmony. Very long questionnaire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So all of you who are ADHD, do not go to eHarmony. Tinder. Hook up all day long. Yeah. (laughs) Farmers only. Yeehaw. That's all I (laughs) Yeehaw. You know, I love me a good farmer, honey. We country down here. Okay. Ashley Madison. Really, Zach? Yeah, that's for uh, you're married and you're looking for a side piece. That that's is horrible, piece. Zach. Mm-hmm. Ashley Madeline, that shouldn't, that shouldn't be legal. How is this directed at me right now? I don't now? know. I just feel like I had to. My Google search history is very problematic <laughs> for researching this episode. You're dealing it's... with an F, former FBI. Okay. Yeah. Michelle, this has been so fantastic. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I enjoyed it. And, you know, I love what I do. I want people to have successful relationships in their life because I believe love heals all. And if we Mm. have great relationships, man, we are better human beings. You're also providing our listeners with the opportunity to enter to win a love, an incredible love session, coaching session with you. Yes. Um, How can we do that? How do we, Zach, do we know how we're going to do that? Yeah, so all you have to do is go to our website, lolkim.com, to uh, sign up. Shell, tell us a little bit about what that is. Yeah, so it's going to be an hour video consultation with me. And you're, we're going to work on your one laser focus on your one struggle, whether it's in mm. dating or in a relationship. You're going to tell it to me and we're going to design an entire plan that at the end of that hour, you're going to walk away feeling more confident, knowing what you're going to do next and the action steps that you have to take to be successful in love. Michelle, I got to tell you, you're one of my new favorite people, girl. I just want to leave you today saying this, love yourself and be confident in who you are. You know, and like you said, Michelle, you'll attract the right people when you put yourself first. It's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing to put ourselves first. Tell us a little bit where we can get a hold of you, your book, SOS Relationships. Where can we get a hold of you, Michelle? Anyone can find me at michellegee.com or on social media at love by Michelle G. And thank you all for listening. Remember, LOL with Kim Gravel drops every Thursday with a brand new episode. And also, like, hit us up on our website, email, social media. Tell us what you want to hear on the podcast. I got to say, though, I think love is what is the most popular. Love is all we need, right? Love is all we need. Mm -hmm. Till next time, I love you. Remember, live out loud, laugh out loud, and love out loud. And get booed up. See? I'm cool. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. This show was edited by Mike Kligerman and Kligerman Productions. Guest booking by Susie Munson. Theme music by Tacopella. To find out more about the podcast, head over to lolkim.com. And thanks for listening.